This is Kevin Brooker, and we are cruising through retirement. You know, saving for retirement is very important, but it's not a plan. On today's show, we're going to give you some ideas about how you can turn your savings into a successful retirement plan that can provide you the monthly income that you're going to need. Cruising Through Retirement with Kevin Brooker. Kevin is an investment advisor representative with more than 30 years experience. He's helped thousands of people cruise through retirement, and he'd be happy to help you too. Stick around for today's adventure on Cruising Through Retirement. Welcome in, everybody. This is Cruising Through Retirement with Kevin Brooker. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin is a fiduciary. He is an investment advisor representative, more than 30 years in the business. Uh, Silverleaf Financial is where you find him. Uh, hey, Kevin, what's going on? Hey, you know what? It is great to be here. A nice day in the market. So, you know, life is good. Life is good. Yeah, you know, and I know you guys are having some heat. It's, I mean, it's rare when I, when I see on the news or you see a weather report and they mention Phoenix, and saying that it's hot because it's always hot, but it's really hot, right? <laughs> it's, yeah, you know, it's uh, it, it, it's been a little warm, I guess you could say. You know, we've had five day five days north of one fifteen, so um, yeah, there's no no question. You know what? The truth is, if you leave your tennis shoes out there, they will melt. <laughs> so, <laughs> the old the old uh, frying egg on the sidewalk thing, right? I, I'm telling you, and that you know, a true story. When I first moved here, I left my flops outside, and and. I had no idea that I'd come back half an hour later and they'd be melted. But, uh, <laughs> That's just weird. It it's 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 definitely takes a little bit of getting used to. You know what? But I love it now. Now we love it because you you know the the way I think about it, the summertime here is like the wintertime back north. You sure, know? right. And in, in in the in Chicago in January, you really don't expect to be going outside or you know spending a lot of time outside because you expect the weather to be very cold. And it usually know? is. And it, and they it usually comes through, yeah, it does, it does. So so you know what? I'll take the sunshine and the heat because at least we don't have to shovel it. Right, exactly. I'm I'm with you on that one. I'm with you. And yeah, um, I much prefer the heat. Ah, oh, yeah, absolutely. So I, you know, you make a good point. You said at the beginning, you know, saving for retirement is important, but it's not the plan. And and we talk about a plan it seems every week at one point or another. And um, you know, how much you need, and and how do we determine that? And how you know, if we have been a good saver, how do we know when to spend what and from where? And that's where you come in. It it you know it is, and that's what I do every day every day of the week. And I, I focus 100% on retirement planning. Uh, and I've got clients that are at all various stages that have been retired for 20 years, you know, and uh, are now in their late 80s uh, to folks that are, you know, pre-retired. And one of the things, you know, we all know saving for retirement is critical and put most money, most folks, their biggest account is a 401k. Right. And, and, and that's obviously very important that we do that, but it's not the plan, you know, because what you got to figure out is where you're going to generate your income from. Uh, because obviously you're losing your paycheck and social security is, as far as I can tell, it usually, you know, it works out to maybe a third of the total income somebody has, maybe, maybe 40% in a lot of cases. Um, but you don't want to try to live on social security alone because the average check is just $1,500 a month. So, uh, needless to say, if you don't own your own home, I don't, it's, I think it's impossible to live on $1,500 a month. So, uh, I think it's very important that you take a hard look at where the money is going to come from, and then we put together a plan. 
And so, but it all starts with taking a look at all the expenses, the assets, liabilities, I call it your personal balance sheet. Um, and, and that's where we want to start. You know, uh, it is, it is very important in my view to have guaranteed sources of income because, you know, it, it can be very nerve wracking for a lot of folks, you know, if your portfolio is tied up in the stock market and, you know, like last week, what Friday, we dropped about 500 points. And so if you have everything tied up in the stock market and see that happen, uh, I, I just think that'd be a very stressful way of, of being retired. I would much prefer to have the income guaranteed. So you've got all your bills covered. And then, and then maybe maybe do something else in the market with other money. Well, and again, I, th I think the last thing we need is to be stressed in retirement. I mean, that's the whole point. Yeah, I mean, that's, you, you know, that's, that's how I feel about it is it should be a very relaxed time doing what you enjoy, you know, fishing, golfing, or, or what, whatever it is, maybe playing tennis, you know, any number of things um, that you want to do. Or maybe it's just it's taking vacations and traveling, you know, but uh, to me, I like to have the income guaranteed. Uh, a lot of my clients do have combinations, meaning they have some guaranteed income coming in, but they also have money, you know, interest income from dividends and things like that in the stock market. Uh, others just have a steady withdrawal plan where we just set up the account so that, you know, there, there's money comes out of your account, you know, out of the brokerage account every month and into their bank account. Uh, so there's any number of ways you can do it, of ways you can do it. But uh, to me, getting rid of that stress is key. And making you know, so you don't have to be concerned at all. So the market drops twenty percent. You say, I don't, I don't care. It doesn't matter, you know, because I've got all my bases covered. And if it takes a couple of years to come back, it's okay. Because the, because you've got safe money. Yes, yes, because yeah, you, because you've got safe money, and and because you've designated part of your portfolio towards you know more. I, I'm going to say more cautious investments. Uh, you know, obviously every every individual is different. You know, the biggest thing with me is for everybody to you know, find, find that comfort level, you know, cause that's what I want. I want everybody to be comfortable with their choices. Um, and, and it's, and it's partly self-serving to be honest, because, you know, my life is much easier, you know, when, when everybody's happy, right. Yes, you know, of course. <laughs> life, life is very good. And, and what I've found that helps the most is, you know, most people, they want to have a stable, steady source of income. Uh, there's a difference of view out there of whether they want it to be guaranteed or not, uh, quite frankly, but, Personally, I like the guaranteed income because to me, it takes one less thing off the table you got to be concerned about. Right. Well, and one another one thing that we would like to take off the table, but it, you just can't, is taxes. Yeah. I would, oh, wouldn't we love to take that off the table? Yeah, sure. let's forget about that. They don't like me anymore anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but you yet know, they I do. Got, <laughs> hey, I have, I have yet to receive a thank you card. You know, they haven't <laughs> sent me in. You know, the IRS has not thanked me one time for oh. all that money I've sent them. So. <laughs> exactly. You know, at least, at least you know, anyway, before we get off track, um, yeah, taxes, you know, you know, a lot of people don't like being reminded that, you know, that wonderful 401k you've got, that's got you know, a couple million dollars in it. Um, who, who's the other co-owner of that account? It's the yeah. IRS. Yep. The IRS. All right. They own it. They're going to get their share. It's, you know, when that money comes out, it's being taxed like income. So at a minimum, most people are going to pay 20%. Um, you know, I guess, I guess I shouldn't say that you could be maybe 12%, but, uh, but I think in most cases, it's probably going to be a lot higher taxes are going to come out of that. So just make sure you're, you're remembering, you know, all of your retirement money. It's great when it's growing tax deferred, no question about it. Um, if you had to take the money out to pay the taxes every year, if you, if you've done the research, then you know, you're better off, you know, your money grows farther uh, when it is tax deferred. Um, you know, but I would say that something to take a second look at that I haven't talked about in a little bit is a health savings account. I just want to go on the side for a little bit. Sure. Since we're talking about taxes here, um, guys, in my opinion, 
if if anybody is eligible, you know, now, now first of all, you have to be younger than you know, sixty five is uh, you're not really eligible anymore. Uh, so it's it's best for for let's let's call them younger folks. Um, you know, I have an HSA, but you got to be able to, and, and I believe in it, you know, tremendously. Uh, the HSA is the only truly tax deferred account or tax free account. You put the money in, you get a tax deduction. It grows tax free, and when you pull it out, it's tax free. All of the above, provided that you follow the rules. And, and the first thing being, you've got to have health insurance. You know, that is HSA eligible is what they call it. Uh, so your health insurance plan has to have a certain amount of deductible things like that. Um, but guys, if anybody listening, if you can do that, if you can set up an HSA account, you can put away thousands of dollars every year, and it is the only account that will never be taxed, provided you follow the rules. And you can use it for any sort of all sorts of health uh, healthcare costs in retirement. You know, one of the things that I do is I keep a a folder that has all of our healthcare expenses, and this and and for these purposes, it can be dental, it could be chiropractic, uh, it could be hearing, vision, uh, aside from all the, you know, a, a stomach ache and things like that. Sure. Uh, but all the, re- all the receipts are, I'm accumulating them. And then I'm going to pay us, pay myself and my wife back out of the HSA account when I'm, you know, later in life, 60s, 70s, I don't know when, but, but you can actually pay yourself back provided you've got all the records and the receipts. And, the, and again, it doesn't matter how far back it goes, right? No, no, there are no limits as far as I know. And I've, I've, I've researched it. I've not found any limitations on how far back it goes. And, and the, the thing to, to remember, and, and so in other words, when I say pay us back, okay, because now the money is growing tax free. And when I bring the money out in retirement, okay, it will not one count, it won't count against my social security income. If I'm, if you're trying to avoid your social, keep your social security from being taxed, you need to have tax free income. That's that's one of the only ways you're going to be able to do it, uh, because you only need to make 15, 20 grand more uh, than your Social Security. And that's going to probably cause 85 percent of your Social Security to be taxable. So if you don't care about that, if you just accepted it, that's that's certainly your choice. Um, but what I'm doing, one of my strategies is to get, is going to be living off of Roth income and HSA income. I don't know when, but at some point in my retirement and the years that I do that, that'll be all of my income, because that way, at least that year, I wanted to pay tax on my social security. Man, that's fantastic. I mean, that's, I mean, that's a strategy. That's a plan. See, I, 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 you know what guys that that's the social security income, you know, if you, to avoid paying tax on it, you'd probably save in, I don't know, maybe five grand a year, you know? So it's not, it's not, we're not talking, I wouldn't call that huge money. Right. But if you manage to do it for a few years, um, I'm not saying that, I don't know how feasible it is for somebody to do their entire re- retirement, um, you know, cause there are limitations. But if you can structure your tax-free income for a few years, you're saving five grand a year. That's real money, you know, and that's that's what makes the difference between you know between having more and having less. Well, and that's I mean that goes to having the stress-free retirement, you know. And this is what we talked about at the very beginning. Yeah, it goes to the the stress-free retirement and and knowing that you've got things covered, and so you can focus on maybe it's your grandkids, maybe you love being around your grandkids, maybe you want to travel with them or. Who knows what it is, but whatever it is you want to do that you find enjoyable, right? That's what it's supposed to be about, in in, in my opinion. Um, you know, you, you worked hard all your life, and now you're able to retire. You want to be able to enjoy it, stress free. And you know what I suggest is having all the debt paid off. I don't I don't personally recommend having the mortgage uh, if you can pay it off. I like to pay it off. I hate I personally I hate paying interest. I mean, why why pay interest if you don't have to? Um, you know, so have all the bills paid off, and then you need less cash flow in retirement. And if we can structure, if you have an HSA, 
That is a fantastic, that is a wonderful account. Like I said, I've got one for myself. I'm a huge believer. And the beauty of it is you can invest the money inside of that account, just like you can in an IRA. So if you want to buy mutual funds or exchange traded funds, or you want to buy stocks, we can do that too. You know, one of the things that I do for my clients is, uh, uh, Steve, we've talked about it before. Um, it, I like to buy stocks based on, based on rules. In other words, I, I don't like trying to buy based on a theme or, you know, there's a lot of thematic investors these days, right. um, you know, trying to figure out, you know, the next big, you know, what the next big cloud computing stock, let's say. Um, I like to, I like to follow the guys like Warren Buffett and Peter Lynch that ran the Magellan Fund, uh, William O'Neill that started Investors Business Daily. All of these guys are hugely successful investors and they all follow rules that they have found over the years that work for them. And it, it could be earnings based, it could be revenue based, it could be on, on, a lot of people use cash flow. Uh, there's any number of strategies you can use, but the point is, it's something you can identify that's objective and you can identify when it's gone or when it's not there. And, and so what I like to do is I buy when, they, when a company passes these rules and when they don't pass all the tests, that's when I sell. Um, but I also use technical indicators too to figure out entry points and exit points. Um, and what I did is I followed uh, I, set, I followed a set up a portfolio that when I back test it, going back 40 years, it generates over 20% annual positive returns. Fantastic performance. And so I decided to take it live last year. I took it live last July 14th of 2020. So it's been under a year so far. Um, but as of today's close, we were up 61.5%. 61.5%. That's amazing. 61.5. Yes, sir. And it is now this is a concentrated portfolio. Um, it all stocks, um, but it's just between five and 10 stocks is what I've been running in this portfolio. So it is not something that's diversified. It's not for the faint of heart. Um, but what I believe it demonstrates is that my method of, of selecting stocks is valid and successful. And, but we'll see, we'll see how time, how, how, you know, time will tell. Right. Right. Um, but you know, but Volatility in the market is a fact. What isn't so clear is what the ups and downs of the market can do to your retirement portfolio. For answers, call Kevin Brooker at 800-975-6717. Kevin is founder and CEO of Silverleaf Financial, and he's been helping people cut through the noise and create a retirement and income plan that can take you all the way through retirement. Call now for your free financial consultation, 800-975-6717, or just text SILVER to 21000. Today's market volatility can really take a toll on your portfolio. But what if you could lock in your gains and still be in a position to participate in the gains without suffering losses if the market plunges again? That's what Kevin Brooker at Silverleaf Financial can help you achieve. Your no-cost analysis includes a portfolio x-ray showing any hidden fees in your current plan. He'll show you how by claiming Social Security at the right time can make a huge difference in your retirement income. Call Kevin Brooker today, 800-975-6717, or text SILVER to 21000. That's SILVER to 21000. Do it today. do for this folks is, you know, for my more aggressive investors, um, you know, I just, I manage the account purely for growth. I call it pure growth, um, but it is high risk. 
so in, in one day, this portfolio could drop 10%, just like it could jump 10% in one day. So uh, it's important to remember that there is a lot of volatility associated with, with stocks. Um, but hey, today was a great day, up almost 600 points on the Dow. Yeah, I mean that's I, that that really makes sense, and and so like you said, it's not for the faint of heart, and it's certainly not for everybody. But again, it's the kind of thing where uh, if you've got money that that you can put at risk, I mean, this is really intriguing. Yeah, you know, but it, I'll tell you, it's, obviously, it's a lot of fun, right? It's a lot of fun sure. to see your stocks. Like today, one of my biggest winners was uh, uh, Tim Can Steel, uh, and if anybody's looked at the steel stocks. Uh, they're very volatile. It was up six and a half percent roughly today. Wow. Um, you know, and but at the same time, it can you know it can drop. Believe me, <laughs> I know it can it can drop easily ten percent in a day as well. And and so uh, I would never suggest somebody put all of their portfolio into into just this strategy. But you, what I do believe it it it, it demonstrates is that it, it can pick stocks that you know it's it's picking stocks. And I say the strategy because this is the rules-based strategy that I'm referring to, that these are essentially screens that I run on my, on my computer. And I put in these parameters of what I'm looking for, and then it spits out the names of, of the companies that meet those criteria. And that's how I decide what, what I want to choose from. Uh, I don't buy them all. Uh, I get a, uh, it gives me a lot of recommendations. Uh, and I've got independent research that I use from, from numerous different groups independent research. I, I don't pay There's no payment for order flow. There's nothing under the table um, like that. Uh, this is something that I simply pay. I simply pay them the old fashioned way uh, with cash, <laughs> my yeah. credit card. You know, I pay them for the research. So all of these combined gives me the ideas. And uh, and then I sort through, I sift through those and I make the decision about, you know, what to buy, when to buy, when to sell. Uh, you, you know, uh, one another good one that I have, was, I'll mention is Santander. Uh, symbols SC, and and this is one that's got a fant- you know it's got a fantastic valuation, and it you know and and it's and it pays a it pays a dividend of two and a half percent, and it looks very attractive to me. I, I think this is one that can be a big winner. So so I think that what I what the the way that I like to do it for clients that are more moderate or conservative, then what we do is we just allocate a percentage of the account to allocate towards stocks. So in other words, one of my conservative clients is eighty five percent conservative exchange traded funds, things like that, hedge positions, conservative holdings, lower volatility. But 15% is dedicated towards stocks. And that's how that's how I like to say I can crank up the horsepower a little bit um, is by adding stocks that we can see some we can see some nice gains on them. We're limiting the risk of the portfolio by a set amount of capital that we dedicate toward it and we keep it at that limit. Um, you know, because I frequently rebalance. These are short-term holds. Usually, these usually I'm holding one to three months. Uh, I'm not. This is this is not something that I'm. You know, sometimes there are some that I think have great long-term views. But the per, for purposes of pure growth, what I'm doing is is typically one to three-month holds. Wow, and you were saying that there's only five to ten stocks that you're dealing with, so it's not like you know a huge fund out there that you've got to try to manage. No, no, no. For as far as the pure growth, what I'm calling pure growth portfolio is just is between five and between five and ten stocks. Like right now, I'm actually in. I've actually got uh, a fair amount of of cash. Uh, okay. I've. I was hoping. I was to, to be honest. I was hoping we'd see a little bit more of a correction. Uh, I would like to see. I would like to see more of a correct, like a ten percent drop. I think it would be very healthy. Um, I think it would kind of clear out the indigestion, if you will. And, uh, <laughs> sure. You know, you know, and sometimes a correction is healthy. Um, I, I think I think it's healthy. I don't like to see the markets go straight up. I certainly don't like to see them go straight down. 
Um, you know, but we did have a little bit though, you know, you got to ask yourself if people that were, if, if that people that were thinking about selling, did they sell last week because of what the market did? And, and see, I like to think that the market's in strong hands, meaning a little bit of a drop isn't going to cause anybody to panic. Um, you know, and I think a lot of there's, the market's gotten very used to two or 3% drops. Uh, so I have to wonder what would happen if, if we get a bigger one. And I think the fed could be that shock that takes place at some point that does something unexpectedly that causes the market to have a big drop. Understood. And and so again, these are the kinds of things that that obviously you're you're having a good time doing this and this is something I mean, not all advisors are as as adventurous if you will as you are. <laughs> no, I mean, as not. creative they're, they're as you are, and I think that's really what it says a lot about you know about you just being okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at this because you're in it yourself. I understand that, and and oh, yeah. Yeah. but but again, to be able to have that sort of I don't know it's it's a it's an interesting skill set that not all advisors have. Let me say that. Uh, I pre- no, I, I appreciate that, and it and it's uh, it, where I'm at. Certainly, took a long time. You know, I've been doing this 31 years now, right? And the entire time, you know, in the entire time I've been doing it, I've always been finding, looking for you know ways to pick you know a consistent way that I can find a stock, you know, that I've got a good chance of making money with. You know, anybody can buy a stock, right? You know, yeah, anybody sure. can do that. Absolutely. You know, but it's there. It's really easy to lose money on these things. I don't anybody that's that's tried trading stocks. It's really easy to lose money, and and so. Um, you, you know, and, and I think this is that I think this is one of the ways that I can differentiate myself is that I can help you select winning stocks and we can do that with a limited amount of the portfolio, therefore trying to increase the growth, right? Trying to make more right. money and, 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 but at the same time, not taking too much risk. Okay. And, and that's the key is to not take, not take more risk. Like the, the clients that I have, and don't get me wrong, I, th- these the strategies that I'm using and the research that I have is giving me many, many choices, dozens and dozens of stocks to choose from. Um, the what I call the pure growth portfolio. Uh, so far, I've limited it to between five, and it's never had more than ten stocks at one time. So far, uh, it might. I'm going to keep it. I want to keep it flexible. Um, but what I've found is that the best way to really generate big returns, you've got to be more concentrated, and and you know, hopefully, you find that some of those stocks that you can see. You know, like see big gains on, like Louisiana Pacific was one of ours. Symbols LPX. Um, that's one that we bought. I bought it and sold it. I'm glad to say before lumber prices really took a hit back. Um, but we made a, like something like a 65 or 70 percent gain on that uh, in just a few months. And and so that's that's what I like to see. And and some of the auto like today, one of the big one of my big gainers was Group One Automotive GPI. Um, had a real good day up. I think it was up about four percent or something today. And uh, you, you know, so it's. If you have, and there's many ways that you can pick these stocks, right? But but it's not easy to do. And even the best investors are going to be wrong. And you have to accept the fact that that we're going to be wrong. We're going to be wrong as well. No question. I'm not, uh, I, I probably, so far we're getting right about uh, between two thirds and three quarters, actually. Um, but I like to say that as, as long as I'm, you know, just a little bit over half, is really all you have to do to come out ahead. Sure, that I mean again, that that's that's a great strategy that you that you have and and I like the fact that you're relying on uh, you know other people and and you know do what they did <laughs> and you're doing the yeah. research but I mean again <laughs> yes. it's just uh, yeah, why reinvent the wheel and and why not capitalize that's, on on somebody else that's been incredibly successful. That's that's exactly where I'm at. And and you know, and maybe it's a sense of personal pride. I don't know I don't know exactly what it is, but a lot of people just like to do it. They want to do it that way. They want to do it themselves and they want to 
cut a fresh path, I guess. Um, but my, my greatest successes and where I have the, I know where I have the most success and that's in following the people that have had extraordinary results like Warren, Warren Buffett, you know, everybody knows Buffett, Peter Lynch ran the Fidelity Magellan fund. I'm trying to say, um, back in many, many years ago, but he had phenomenal, phenomenal returns and investors business daily newspaper, uh, has a pretty, pretty big following. And that was founded by William O'Neill. And all of them use use what we call rules based you know strategies to pick their stocks, and 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 the great thing about it is that it's totally objective. There's no emotion. You know, you let the computer do the work, and then you just follow. You have to, you know, then we execute according to the which sometimes can be difficult. <laughs> that right. can that can be difficult. You know, because sometimes uh, you feel like you should move in one direction, and it's in your computer. Your the rules part of the portfolio is telling you to, to go a different direction, but you've got to, like when you hear these people on TV and they say they're sticking to their discipline, that's what they're referring to. Whatever discipline they follow that they profess. Um, the hard part about discipline is following it sometimes, you know, it's not always easy to follow where, where it says you should go. Well, the emotion part, the emotional side of this thing is a big deal and, and it's hard to ignore that oh, sometimes. Yeah. It, you know what? I, I think it's one of the keys. I think that is actually one of the basics of human behavior is, is the emotion here. We've got greed and we've got fear. You've got the greed side of you wants to make as much money as you can. And the fear side, of course, doesn't want to lose that money. And and those are very strong emotions, very strong base emotions to me. They make movies and, and about I, that stuff. They do. <laughs> <laughs> they made a lot. Yeah, they made a lot of pretty good ones, actually. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, and uh but we, but we try to, I, I really like to, as we talked about before, to limit stress, limit anxiety when you're retiring, going for that stress-free, stress-free retirement. Uh, you, you know what? This is another way that I can remove emotion from the equation is by following a strategy that is based on rules that have proven successful in the past and that are still working, hence the performance we've seen. That That's really why I wanted to do the pure growth portfolio. I, I said, well, how well is this thing going to really work, you know? And, and we've had a great year in the market, no question. Um, but I'm glad to say that we've gotten performance far and above what any of the indexes have done. Sure. Well, and again, that's uh, that that just goes to the point. And, you're, you know, you're a fiduciary, you're independent, uh, you know, again, so the, the people that you're working with, you know, you're looking out for them. And that that's a key element as well. Yes, I yes, I am. And as, as a matter of fact, one of the things that I'd suggest that that everybody when you're looking for an advisor, uh, whoever, whoever that might might be. Uh, ask them for their testimonials. Ask them, you know, like when you go on Amazon or you go on, you're shopping online somewhere. I tell you what, I've gotten to the point now that I always read the customer feedback. Always. Always. And, and, yeah. in, and in fact, in fact, when I do a lot of things, when I'm looking for, I was at some website over the weekend and you know how you can create the filters on the left-hand side where you say, you know what, only show me stuff that's rated four stars or higher. Right. I check, I check that box all the time. Sure. So I don't, even, you know, so I don't even look at things that have lower reviews, right? Low, worse, worse feedback, right? Yeah. Well, in, 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 in our world, I believe you can accomplish that with testimonials. And so what I've done uh, from several years ago, I have pages and pages of testimonials that I can, that I can show folks. Uh, and what I've done now is I, um, uh, I'm trying to refresh those, if you will, and, and, and see what we find. Uh, several have come back so far. And I think it's a great way for you to get a read on uh, the advisor's relationship with their existing clients. And in my case, I sent them, I, I sent a request to uh, folks that I've had more than a one-year relationship with, uh, so they're not brand new. Um, and a lot of these have been with me, you know, 10, 15, 20 years 
uh, one of them more than 20 years since mid nineties. And, uh, you know, so, so it's a great way, I think, to get feedback from their clients. Um, you know, in my case, I give you the full name of the client and the city and state that they live in. And so you can easily do a Google search and find out if they're real. So you don't just, you know, like on television, you see some, so, so John A in Los Angeles says, yes. <laughs> and you're like, really? <laughs> so, so, so I know you can't give those much credibility, but I think that there are a way that you can get a read on the advisor and see what their clients have to say, have to say about him or her. Right. Well, and again, you know, yeah. And, and there are so many, there are so many, uh, I guess, questionable, uh, you know, folks out there that, that, you know, it's important to really check out who you're dealing with. And again, who better than your own clients to say, Hey, yeah, Kevin's, Kevin's the guy. Yeah. That, that's right. That's right. And, and you know what, because the regulators have, have, uh, have, have opened up the use of testimonials more than they had before. And so everybody can get them, uh, you know, if, if their clients are willing to write them and, um, you, you know, and I like, to, like I say, I like, I wanted to put everybody's full name on there. So people know it's not, you know, not a bunch of bull. It's nothing I made up. Right. Uh, to be frank, to be frank, they they probably write. They probably all wrote better than I could write. <laughs> so, <laughs> sure. I, I sure. Said, I said, "Wow, that is really." I can see your PhD there. I can tell. Yeah. Well, I mean, you yeah. make a point in that it, it, up until now, the testimonials were a complete no-no. I mean, you couldn't yeah, they do were it. Ver- yeah, verboten. Yeah, yeah. You it, you you weren't supposed you weren't supposed to do these things. Um, you, you know, and I still, I still personally think that was, that was ridiculous, you know, but at this point, you know, there's something that they're, uh, they're fine with apparently. Uh, and I, and I never understood why they would be an issue anyway, because you're just putting out honest feedback from existing clients. Right. So, so I, I never, I never quite understood that, but cause to me, they're very, to me, they're valuable. You know, I think because in, in a lot of ways I'll admit, you know, that, that it, it could appear to some like we're all doing the same thing. And so they need to find a way to separate one from the other. And, and, and so one of the ways that I like to do it, one is through, you know, as I mentioned, stock selection. The other is, is through showing you that, that, you know, I'm looking for long-term relationships and I hope that's what everyone else is looking for too. Uh, Cause I think everybody benefits when they, when they've got a long-term relationship that, you know, each other, you know, you just, you, you, you get a feeling for them. And some of them tell, tell me that, that they tell more things to me than they do their own kids. Right. So, you know, and, and, uh, and I believe that's true. <laughs> I think that's true. Uh, you know, so one, one thing I did want to mention that we just finished um, that is available now. I just finished co-authoring a book, actually, uh, and it has to do with long-term care. Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean nursing home, though, guys. Uh, a lot of people will need some sort of long-term care, and, and they prefer to get it at their home. And, and if you want to find a way to address that, where I can show you how to use tax-free money to pay for long-term care, it, it, and it does not mean that you have to be committed to a nursing home. It, it can be used for that purpose. But it's not. It's certainly not a requirement. And so the name of the book is The Millionaire's Guide to Tax-Free Money for Long-Term Care. And and what I talk about, what we talk about in the book, are ways that that I can show you. For instance, you know you could have an annuity, let's say, that you've had for years and years and years, and you've got hundreds of thousands of dollars of gains inside of that annuity, and maybe you don't want to get out of it because you get a heck of a tax bill coming. How about if I show you how we can use that money tax-free to pay for long-term care? Well, I tell you what, I can do that. So if, if, if you'd be interested, just, you know, give me a phone call. Um, I'm going to have the book available on the website sh- shortly. I'm behind on that. But uh, just give us a call at 1-800-975-6717. Again, the hun- it's an 800 number, 
800-516-6717. I'll be happy to answer any questions you might have. The Millionaire's Guide to Tax-Free Money for Long-Term Care. That, I mean, you know, we've talked about long-term care certainly in the past, and, and it's a rea- it's going to be a reality for more people than they really want to admit, I think. And so to be able yes. to, to, to be able to kind of get a hedge, if you will, or get an edge or because education is key here because there are a lot of tools out there that can help you get through long-term care and not go broke in the process. No, no question. You can save money, you can save taxes, uh, and you don't have to give it away. It's not, you know, it's not, I don't, I don't recommend the traditional long-term care plans. I mean, one, you pay, you pay a huge premium uh, and, and usually there's no cap on how much they can raise your premium. And some of these things have gone up 50, 60, 70% in one year. So I prefer to use asset-based tools. So let's say we can give you a little bit of interest on your money while it's sitting there. But if you need to use it for long-term care, maybe we double it or triple it. So there, and there are products like that on the market. There, there are products out there that we can, we can set up an insurance policy, a life insurance policy. So if you never use it, it goes to your beneficiary. Um, but if you do need it to use it for long-term care, you can, you can use some of the policy you know, face amount for long-term care purposes. So, wow. so, there, so there, are, there are tools out there. And what I like to do is say, whatever amount of money you have, how about if you think about allocating a piece of it, maybe, maybe a quarter, I don't know, maybe a third, I don't know, um, towards some sort of long-term care, just designated towards that purpose. And then maybe we take another third of the portfolio and we designate that for income. We get you guaranteed income. And then take the other third and we'll go for growth with that. We'll put that in the stock market because we can, we can grow and we can hedge, hedge inflation and, uh, and see if we can make some money. But that way you got all the bases covered. So that, that's a little bit of what I like to do for folks. Uh, but everybody, it's their own personal choice. And I'll, I'll follow whatever way you like to go. Those are just my suggestions. Well, and again, obviously, uh, you know, you've got a track record <laughs> that speaks for itself. Uh, you know, more than 30 years helping folks. You've got clients that have been with you for almost as long as you've been in business. And, and I mean, that, that just speaks volumes. Oh, I appreciate I appreciate that. And and I, I really think it does. I mean, I, I feel great knowing that, you know, obviously everybody knows they've got a choice, right? Sure. Every day you wake up. Absolutely. You've got, you know, you can stay with who you are or you can go some or you can go down a different path, right? Yep. And 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 so I feel really good that uh they've stayed with me for a long time. And you know something else uh that it that uh I usually mention to people, but I'm not sure if I always do, um, is that we moved out me and my wife moved out to Arizona about ten years ago. And a lot of my clients are not from Arizona. A lot of my clients are are from when I was living in Illinois. We lived outside of Chicago for, you know, until ten years ago. Yeah, and uh, you know, so so I've got a lot of clients in the Midwest. In fact, that's what we're, we're we're doing our show a little bit earlier this week because I'm flying out tomorrow to go back to Chicago to meet a lot of clients, um, you know, for the rest of the week. So yeah. so so I stay in touch with everybody and um, and and. Uh, and, and I believe it shows with everybody sticking with me. We've, I've got, I'm lucky. I've got a lot of great relationships. I've got a lot of great clients. Right. Well, and again, it just, I mean, it just goes to, like you said, it goes to relationships and, and it goes to, you know, putting a plan together that, that gives the folks the confidence they need to, to get where they want to be in retirement. I mean, that's because that's such a big part of it. Just the confidence knowing that your plan is solid. Yes, it, it is. And that, and that goes along with what I'm saying in terms of having a relationship with your advisor. And, and whether it's me or somebody else, it right. doesn't matter. I, I, you, you, you should have, in my opinion, a solid long-term relationship with your advisor, somebody you're comfortable talking to, somebody you hit it off with, you know, that you feel has your back, so to speak. Um, but at the same time, it, you know, you know, of course, I'm, I'm independent. I believe independent, <laughs> independent is the most objective. Uh, you want to make sure they don't have a different agenda, right? 
And if they are if they are recommending a product by any type of product manufacturer, and by that I mean a life insurance company, an annuity company, an investment management company, a third party money manager, um, there's many ways that folks get paid these days. You want to make sure you know how they're getting paid. And one nice thing they've done out in Arizona now that's actually taken effect July 1st uh, is a disclosure rule for anybody. For instance, I, I know it applies to annuities. It should it should apply to everything. But anyway, at this point, it's for annuities and insurance. And the, the agent is going to have to sign a piece of paper that you're going to have to sign uh, where he or she talks about whether, let's say, let's say it's an insurance company. Is that the only one they work for? Uh, are they employed by them? Or do they, do they represent many companies, which I think is, is a good thing? Because then you know they're at least, uh, well, hopefully you know that they're looking. You don't actually know that. You know they represent them. But I think the underlying assumption is that they're looking at multiple companies and following multiple companies like I am. I get emails and notifications from dozens and dozens of carriers every week. And so that's how I can stay on top of what's happening and who's got the best offering. So you want to make sure you're working with somebody that understands what's out there and they stay on top of it so they can recommend the best fit for you, whatever it is, whether it's insurance or annuities or whether it's you know something in the stock market. They should be licensed to handle it all so that you know they don't have a bias, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Kevin, I mean, again, this has been a great conversation, but I love this. And, and uh, you know, we just kind of, you know, kind of go off in a direction, or, or you do. And, and this was a great show today, I think. Hey, well, th- thank you very much. I appreciate it, guys. Everybody listening, I appreciate it. Thank you very much for tuning in. And uh, certainly feel free to reach out. I'd be happy to have a conversation anytime, you, anytime you'd like. This for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. The covered material has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. There are risks associated with every type of investment vehicle. Please read the prospectus and risk disclosures thoroughly before investing. Insurance guarantees are subject to the insurance company's ability to pay. Neither Silverleaf Financial, Kevin Brooker, host, and guests are responsible for the usage of information discussed. Security and investment, security and investment services offered through Silverleaf Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Please consult with an experienced advisor before making any investment decisions.